Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd, as we continue our 21st anniversary year. Closed captioning provided by Scan Health Plan. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you this evening. Our guest for the entire show is uh, our city auditor, Laura Dowd. Laura, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. I understand it's your eighth visit to our show. We thank you for joining us each year. Thank you. I can't believe it's been eight times. Uh, it's gone by so fast. You've been in office as our elected city auditor in the city of Long Beach for, for six years. And uh, uh, tell the folks what the city auditor does. Well, thank you. Um, as you mentioned, uh, the city auditor is an elected position citywide, and it's my job to uh, represent the taxpayers, to independently look out for their best interests. Um, we look at the city departments to find ways of improving efficiencies and effectiveness, uh, to try to help their operations, and really we're the check. Some people refer to us as the taxpayer's watchdog to ensure that taxpayers' money is being spent appropriately and wisely. And you know, I think one of the benefits of being an independently elected city auditor is that I make the decision on what audits we perform. It's not according to any other city hall agenda. We have the power and the authority to audit any office, department, agency, et cetera, and we make the decision on what, what needs to be looked at. Let me just highlight the fact, what Laura just mentioned, that Long Beach is one of the few cities where the city auditor is elected by you, the people, as opposed to being appointed by uh, the council or whoever. And that gives you a degree of independence, which is quite special. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. So um, it's really, um, it gives us a lot of latitude and a lot of flexibility and a, a lot of authority. And uh, our, our job is to try to make the city better. And as you've mentioned before, you work for the people. Yes. In your, in your mind and your heart, and, 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 and that's the, the attitude of the office. That's right. And if you look at the, city, um, the city's organizational chart, you can see that there's the mayor and the city council and so forth, and then the city manager works underneath them. And then the city auditor is off to itself, oh, yeah. kind of like a little island. There's only, <laughs> there's only one line up with a box above the city auditor, and that's the residents of Long Beach. So you're right, I do work for the residents of Long Beach, and I appreciate this opportunity to get our message out to them. And your office has won several national awards for both your audits and your website. Yes, we have, thank you. And we, uh, we did an audit on towing, I think I've spoken about on one of your previous uh, shows here. We did receive a, a gold award for that audit. We also received an outstanding um, gold award for our, excuse me, our silver award for our website. So that's, uh, we wanted to make sure that all of our audits are available, transparent, 
for the public, so they're on our website. And I hope that your viewers will check out our website. I think you'll have a crawl here yes. at some point. And you also have been peer-reviewed uh, for the second time, and you passed that peer review. And this answers the age-old question of who is watching the watchdog. Well, the answer is peer review. Yes, thank you. There is that question about who audits the auditors. And so we are required as a government auditing office to undergo a peer review by auditors throughout the country to ensure that we're in compliance with the standards. So just as we re, um, require other departments to open themselves up for audits to uh, promote accountability and transparency, we open ourselves up to an audit. I promised I would do that when I was running for office. I have held true to that commitment. We're required to do it every three years. So in the six years, it, we've had two peer reviews, and we've passed both of them. And I think it's great for the public to know that their auditor's office is in compliance. They are walking the walk. Well, let's turn to one of the most publicized recent audits, that of the uh, Animal Control Department. And your audit resulted in the arrest of and conviction of a former animal control employee. Tell us about that. Well, thank you. Yes, there was an employee at the Animal Control uh, Bureau who um, who did embezzle more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the way that she was able to do that was she was the only employee with control over the cash from the point of reception collecting the cash to the cash point for animal licenses. And yes, yes, exactly, renewals and so forth. So she would collect the cash, and from the point she deposited it, she was basically the sole employee. And that's or, a basic violation of auditing principles to have uh, only one. Yeah. It's so basic. I mean, you learn that in Accounting 101, yeah. that you have segregation of duties, that the person who collects it doesn't make the deposit. And she was also performing the reconciliation. There was no supervisory control over her um, or review. So she had control over this money. Nobody was checking. She had worked there a long time. And, you know, unfortunately, for the period of time she had worked there, they were using a manual system. So it was only until recently that they implemented a, a, an electronic system where they could track. So when that electronic system was in place, it had been placed for about a year, they were able to track the money that came in did not match the money that was deposited. The cash. And some other employee noticed yes, this discrepancy. That's right. But wouldn't you say that's basically a management failing to mm -hmm. have that, even if with the manual system, uh, a, a violation of Accounting 101? Yes, you, you're right. You're exactly right. And that's one of our recommendations, that the management, they have to have the training and train their staff to know how to handle the city's funds. So this can't happen again because they suffered greatly. And with budget cuts and with city services being reduced and cut, just think what that money could have provided. It's, it's, can, you know. can you provide assurance that today that every other department is, is not making that same mistake? I can't provide absolute assurance, but we're keeping a watch. We're getting aggressive. We're going after every uh, department where there's risk. We go after the highest risk first, where the most money is available. So uh, to ensure that this money that the proper controls are in yes. place so we know the money is being captured in the city there treasury. Right. Well, congratulations on the success of that. And we'll be back with more of our show after these messages.
Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life. Powered by Edison. In today's world, everything's connected. From the workplaces that support us, to the homes that welcome us, to the trees and wildlife habitats that remind us how important our environment is. When a bird lands on a branch, and in the midst of a busy day, we stop to watch. It makes us realize we're all in the same boat. The Port of Long Beach welcomes this world with open arms, an environmental policy that's second to none, and a commitment to shaping a vibrant community. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. Continue your conversation with Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd. A couple of the other audits, Laura, that your office uh, completed, one with the uh, water and sewer rate increase. Tell us about that. Well, thank you. Yes, um, this was in response to some public questions and concerns about why their water rates were increasing and had increased. So we did a, sort of a high-level overview of the water department. We didn't do a really in-depth uh, audit, but we looked at their budgeting process and we looked at what drove or what drives water rates and sewer rates. And so it really stems from their budgeting process. And what we found is that their, uh, their water rates and their budgeting process basically stemmed from their budgeting of uh, huge capital improvement projects that weren't being done. And so uh, you know, year after year, they would continue to budget for these projects, and that would drive drive the rates. So we know in 2009 there was a 15% increase, 2010 a 16% increase, and in at, water rates. In water rates, for the years 2009 to 2011, the sewer rates increased 56%. Okay, so uh, while these water rates increased because the projects were not getting done, their reserves continue to grow. So the department's policy is to maintain a six million dollar reserve, um, but we found at the end of our audit period, 2011, the reserves were at 43 million dollars on target for 48 million dollars in fiscal year 12. So their response was, well you know, there are problems, there are a lot of problems with capital projects. There's engineering problems, design problems, 
unforeseen circumstances, permitting problems, right? I mean, there's, there's, that's right. We agree with that. But the problem was they weren't factoring in those problems when they were setting their budget. So the, the rates were set with the intention of building certain projects, which for a variety of reasons did not get built and the money piled up. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yes. I, I did receive a press release from the Water Department months earlier uh, indicating that they had a record low of outages and sewer breaks and, and, and the like and water main breaks, which is a good thing because mm -hmm. of a, a very aggressive repair program, mm -hmm. which is, is, is good management. Yes. But in this case, uh, you're suggesting that maybe those some of those rates should not have been increased because the projects which earlier rates had been increased to never got built and the money was sitting there. Right, yeah. and, and so their budgets were reflecting that they would have a shortfall. In reality, they would have a large surplus. And so, yes, you're right. They're doing good things, but I think we're recommending that they do a little bit better in their budgeting. Parking citation collection process. This is really shocking. There are three, uh, there are unpaid parking citations, three years or less outstanding, of $17.5 million. Now, that's over 100 cops. You would think that the city should be able to collect parking violations, particularly recent ones. Yes, that's right. But as we dug a little deeper, we found again that the system was out of date. That the you know, there's been kind of a pattern from some of the audits we looked at that the city has outdated systems. So what's happening are is that the city is using an enormous amount of staff resources to do by hand what can be done electronically. And so our recommendation for this particular audit was we need a new system. The system there I mean we, we gave staff credit. They're doing the best they could with this system they had, but it's outdated. It's unreliable. We can't track who the owner is to pay these tickets. So it, it, wasn't, uh, it didn't interface with the DMV, so we couldn't get updated information to collect this. So there's these outstanding tickets. And the, the police department, with their new LB cop system, can trace the owner from a license plate in in 30 seconds with a crime in process, mm -hmm. you would think that the city could find out who the registered owner of a car is where there's unpaid citations. This is not That's rocket right. science. That's right. You would think that they could, but we did a test, and 86% of our tests we were the bad. What was bad information. So the good news in all of this is that we made a recommendation to the council to give city management the money, the investment for a new system, so we could get the money. It'll, it will be a, a good return, and they did approve it, Excellent. and they're making progress. Excellent. You are making a presentation. Well, you present the results of these audits to the city council uh, as a courtesy. You're not legally required to do that, but besides doing the audit, and obviously you meet with the department impacted before you even release the report, as you yes. were mentioning to me before we went on air, but you, in addition, make uh, these uh, uh, presentations to the city council with the results of your audit, mm -hmm. and you also ask for an action date, six months out usually. Yes, that's right. Thank you. And I'm, I don't, there's a purpose to our audits, and it's to make change, <laughs> and it's to improve. It's become more efficient. So our audits mean nothing if they just sit on a shelf and collect dust. So our, our audits always have a, a spot at the end to come back to the city auditor and to the city council and to the public for that matter and let us know the progress of what you've done to implement our recommendations. That's great. And in these tough budgetary times, uh, 
which is doing is particular. It's important anytime. You don't right. want to waste money, but particularly where we're cutting uh, police officers, we're cutting uh, libraries, we're cutting parks. Uh, to leave money on the table is out, is is unacceptable. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. we need to be smart about the way we're operating and we're okay. doing. Okay. Okay. In the next segment, we'll be talking about the new anti-fraud uh, campaign. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. We're back with Laura Dowd, our elected city auditor who takes her job very seriously and puts great passion into it. Thank so, you. Thank you. Uh, the week of November 12th was National Fraud Awareness Week, and you took that opportunity to avail, uh, unveil your renewed fraud hotline. Tell us about that. Thank you. Yes, we would like the public to know that we do have a 24-hour fraud hotline that we've revitalized for the public to call, 888-FRAUD-07, um, and they have the opportunity to, uh, to report suspected fraud, abuse, waste of any city, uh, city fraud, and it's anonymous. So they can call this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's all anonymous, and we will follow up on it. But again, at this time, we do need to stop all fraud, waste, and abuse of city services. And we hope that people will be alert and uh, open and think about reporting this when they see this because it's a, it's a very important uh, thing that, that affects all of us. It affects the citizens, it affects the city, it affects morale. We know the majority of the employees are good employees. They want to do what's right. It's just the small few that uh, 
that aren't doing the right things, and we need to we need to catch them. So, if you are a city employee, obviously, uh, we encourage you to use the fraud hotline one eight 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 fraud zero seven. And even if you're not a city employee, uh, if you're just a citizen and become aware of some potential fraud or abuse, call that same number. And as you mentioned earlier, it was a co-employee in the Animal Control Bureau that alertly noticed something that led to uh, that successful prosecution. Uh, the uh, Laura's office has come out with a new brochure. Let's be clear about stopping fraud. And they worked with students here at Long Beach State in coming up with some catchy slogans. And here's one. Skimming is okay when cleaning swimming pools, not when handling city cash. Theft of city funds is a fraud. And another one of my favorites has to do with the Lakers. And there are these posters that are being put up around town. And this one says, Stopping Ford, let's be clear, accepting free Lakers tickets in exchange for a favor is not considered an assist. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes, and it was really a, a pleasure to work with the students at Cal State Long Beach. It was a collaborative effort. We worked with the graphic design uh, department and class, and these, these college students were, were amazing, very intelligent, very creative, came up with a great a slogan of let's be clear we worked with the with with the class and and there were three different groups and they ha had an opportunity to present their their idea to our office and this is the one that was just ready to go that we all felt good about they were all good we have very good students here uh, Laura was one of them and I have a chance to interface with them regularly as a faculty member and uh, they're very talented young men and women. Yes, they are. Very, it was a real pleasure to work with them. So we appreciate their efforts. We use their idea, and we're moving, um, we're moving forward with it. Let's spend a few minutes uh, up close and personal with you. You've been uh, city auditor now for six years. Uh, uh, you're a graduate of Long Beach State. And uh, uh, give us just your personal reaction to uh, for holding this office for the six years that you have. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I've, I've loved it. It's been a great six years. I think probably one of the, the quickest <laughs> six years of my life. Um, this is a huge city. This is my hometown where I was born, where I went to school. And I love this city and I care about it. And there's a lot of um, room for improvement. And it's, it's great to feel like you're making a little bit of a difference yes. to help improve. So in that regard, um, it's been very rewarding. I also have a greater appreciation for what it takes to run a city. You know, there are a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of big things. And so um, we, we're, we're doing the best we can. I think we have a, a wonderful mayor and council and, and management that are working really hard. And it's great to work together as a team to try to make this city the really the best it can be. And I know uh, being able to give back professionally mm -hmm. in a field where you're trained to the city that you love, it's a double yes. double win. Yes, it really is. I feel like this office was tailor-made for me <laughs> and to use my uh, little skills and, yeah. and to be able to, to help in that way. And I remember on a prior show you analogized uh, life to a marathon and, and our guest is a marathon runner very impressive to mm. more sedentary people like myself. But 
but you said that you can learn some lessons in life from a marathon and mm -hmm. could you share one of those one well, or two of those lessons sure I think one is a marathon it's it's a long race so you just in in life I think you've got to be in it for the long haul some yes good days and some bad days but don't get discouraged by the bad days just keep the long-term vision in mind that you'll get there and also you know along the marathon route there are aid stations along the way and there are people there to assist you and to help you and it's really a, a tremendous boost to your spirit as well as your physical body for the water and so forth and in life as well there are people along the way to help you and uh, and I think in return we need to keep that in mind that there are others that need our help when we can give them a boost and when we can help assist others in ways um, that we be there for them and, and help them that is really powerful that that is so so profoundly true and uh, uh, I know you you employ it in your own life and uh, you're Thank all the you. richer for it and the people surrounding you so We'll be back. One more segment. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own in my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960 carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. We're very fortunate here in Long Beach to have a independently elected city auditor. It makes an awful lot of sense to have the auditor responsive to the people. And I think we're equally lucky to have an auditor in place like Laura Dowd with her qualities and sense of integrity and dedication to her office. So we thank you, Laura, for all you've done on behalf of the city and wish you 
continued success, and you have 30 seconds to say whatever you'd like. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate this opportunity to get out to the public our message that we are there to serve them, and we have a website that people can go to to visit and contact us. We want to know what's on their minds. How are we doing? How can we do better? How can we be better as a city? What ideas do they have for how we what, we, what audits we can do and what we can do to better serve them. So it's really a privilege to serve the community and I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. You bet. And uh, take, a, take a word from our city order to become part of the solution. If you see something, call it in. Thanks for joining us. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, The Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.